Welcome to a special edition of It's All Relative. I'm Josh, and today I'm bringing back two familiar voices to the show. We'll talk a little Halloween and then discuss a Hollywood game that is claimed to be being played that includes the powerful elite of Hollywood, betters, and pawns. So turn it up and let's get rolling with an all-new episode right here on the It's All Relative podcast. So a little different today. Uh, Sarah is not here. She's got some upcoming life changes and decisions that she is trying to focus on. So hopefully she'll be back with us sometime in November. But joining me today, first, welcome back, Angela Galente. Thank you. And second, Travis Lake. Thank you. All right. So uh, how have you both been since the last time you were here? Uh, Angela. It's been great. Been great? Yeah. You been good? I've been good. Life's decent. It's nothing to brag about, but (laughs) knock on wood, no pitfalls. Right on. I feel good. Good. Travis, anything new? What's up with you, man? Uh, I've been dealing with some things, but uh, it it looks like it's going to be uh, okay. So nice. it's going well. So that's kind of been occupying my mind, <laughs> my time. Right on. Well, like I said, it's it's good to see you both. Um, yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's get into some Halloween talk real quick. Halloween is approaching, so I wanted to ask you both a few questions. First, um... Is Halloween just a normal holiday to you guys or something special? You guys enjoy it? I love Halloween. Why so? It's just a fun time. I could dress up and actually have kids, so now I don't feel odd about it. <laughs> um, about dressing I, up? Yeah, like and just walking around. But I love it. I love to dress up and go to parties. It's just, I don't know, it's fun to me. Yeah, that, that last part about the... You can dress up with your kids and everything. It's like going trick-or-treating again. It is. But as an adult. Nostalgia. Yeah, it's fun. I've done that with my kids. And uh, I I just love the whole season, not even just, like, the day, just for, like, a lot of reasons. Name a few. (coughs) The colors. (laughs) I meant more, like, the cultural history of it, and um, I love that it's just, like, a season where everybody just kind of embraces, like, the weird, you know, scary shit, and, you know, yeah, it's, for it's sure. okay to be that way for, like, that month, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And there's different ways of celebrating it, which I think are cool and outside of the norm that, you know, people aren't allowed to do on normal times. Right, so right. It's, just, it's a whole, it's just a really fun season for me. Right. Plus, I'm addicted to pumpkin spice, so. <laughs> are you? <laughs> yes. Well, I think we should uh, mention real quick for uh, for everyone who can't see, but um, you are rocking a uh, Friday the 13th t-shirt. Yeah, thought it was fitting. Absolutely. Very fitting. But um, let me ask you both real quick. Um, what do you both think the most popular candy is during the Halloween season? Angela. Let's start Kit with Kats. you. Kit Kats. What do you say, Travis? You were setting me up here. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm allergic to chocolate, damn it. I don't oh, yeah. I forgot um, about that. <laughs> how can I be objective? Um, I honestly have no idea take, uh, due to that handicap. Well, <laughs> take a guess. Take take any guess. Guessing from what you get when you go trick-or-treating. Oh, my memory's terrible. Um, 
I don't know, maybe Reese's. I don't know. Oh, I wish there was more Reese's. <laughs> yeah, um, actually, good job, Travis. You got it. It's Reese's. Really? really? That's I, don't, the most I, shit. I totally disagree with that statement. Yeah. I completely disagree. Because I'm always looking for the Reese's, and there's never any. It's because <laughs> oh, the kids ate them already. <laughs> no, my kids don't eat them, so yeah. I get them. So yeah, I okay. get like three, four. <laughs> the second is, uh, you guys want to take a guess what the second was? Because it was wrong. I mean, <laughs> that's wrong. Snickers? Twix bars. No. Uh, second is... Oh, dum-dums. M&M's. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Second is Skittles, and third is M&M's. Uh, so those are the top three. Even. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. What is the most popular costume to wear on Halloween? This is overall, okay? Throughout the years, what's the most popular costume that people wear the popular thing at that time yeah whatever the newest movie is yeah like there's gonna be a ton of she-hulks walking around you know big green women but (laughs) more so more so over time because that's just well that's um, the thing though that's what i think is always the most popular it always evolves as like pop culture evolves as they're directly linked okay Um, so how there can't be one overall i'm gonna go with the witch okay and Travis, you said that there can't, can't count be because Scarlet Witch just came back. So of course, there's going to be more witches. So come on. Um. <laughs> well, no. I mean, the question was yeah, like, was what is the most <laughs> popular costume to wear on Halloween? Oh, so if there's overall? something that can also constantly evolve, actually, would be a good guess. Yeah, I right. Yeah. So you're saying Hocus Pocus or... two came out. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, so I was Hocus I could definitely Pocus. Definitely see it. One of the witches from Hocus Pocus. My daughter years was ago. too. Which one? Uh, Bette Midler. I got you. <laughs> um, and so my friend had even texted me, and she was like, oh, do you still have that costume? I'm like, maybe. <laughs> so I think she wants to resurrect it this year. It's fitting, like well, it's Travis back, yeah. just said. Yeah, the second movie came out. Did either of you see it? No. No? Uh, my kids saw it, but I did not. No? Did they say they liked it or didn't ask? Yeah, they, they said they liked it. Cool. Yeah. They didn't really cool. go into detail, but they said they liked it. Cool. All right, well, uh, the answer to that question was, um, what you had said, Angela, was a witch. Witch costume is I the most popular overall. <laughs> um, now, Throughout the time. Because yeah. you actually adapted Steady, what I yeah. said into your argument, so that was smart. Because <laughs> it's popular right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Although I didn't know. One point there's, to you. <laughs> there's a movie out. I'm, I'm unaware of that movie. What's it called? Scarlet Witch? The Scarlet Witch character from uh, WandaVision and Doctor Strange, you know, she's known as the Scarlet Witch. That's so, check it you know, it leads, The superhero shit. You know. I watch it in the morning. There was the Sabrina the Teenage Witch show not that long ago, so yeah, I get what you're saying. Melissa Joan Hart? Well, I met the new one. <laughs> oh, shit. Did I just age myself? You totally <laughs> totally. Yeah. Damn. All right. Let's move on then. All right. So, what is the most bought costume for kids this year? What do you guys think? Uh, let's start with you this time, Travis. I'm trying to think of what is the current popular thing. <laughs> what do my kids play? Take any guess. I didn't even take my kids Halloween shopping yet. I did, but my kids are weird, and they picked out like a mishmash of stuff to make their own thing. My nice, they're creative, very creative. Okay, Naruto. Yeah. What the hell is that? <laughs> it's, an, it's an anime show. Oh, okay. Looking at me it's like, an anime <laughs> show. what yeah. is she talking about? I had no idea what yeah. that was. Okay, Naruto. so you you say 
whatever. Right? Uh, I'll go with maybe a Stranger Things costume. Oh yeah, definitely Stranger Things was big this year. Yeah, I did see that that it, that it um that was actually high on the list this year for costumes like, overall. I expect to see a lot of Eddie Munson's walking around. <laughs> but for kids, it's actually a Paw Patrol. Costumes. Still, really, yeah. Yeah, really, that, that thing is still like popular. Yeah, yeah sorry, Paw Patrol. I don't yeah. mean any offense, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe they took you know stepped it up a notch since we stopped watching it. How long uh, ago was that? It mm. Sucked me right into an episode too. Maybe that controversy where they the people said they wanted to cancel the little puppy on the show because he was a cop. <laughs> just, just made them be like, Are okay, you? we're done. That's right. I remember that. Was like, this is, this is not enough. We're doing a kid's show. We don't need this. And, and there just... was a lot of memes. I stand with Chase. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I remember that. That yeah, was so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to Wait, a few. One more. I have a question. Uh, yeah. They're in costumes of solidarity. What are you, you going to be for Halloween this year? Uh, I have not even thought about it yet. What? It's yeah. like two weeks away. What about you? I had been thinking about what I was going to be this whole time. I take my kids out, and I just answered my own question when I said there's going to be a lot of Eddie Munson's walking around. I think I want to do an Eddie Munson costume. I That'd had be a really my, cool. My ex was Eddie Munster, and I <laughs> no, no Munson. Oh Munson from Stranger Things. Oh yeah, I'm like Eddie Munster. Not Eddie That's Munster. Don't bring up. <laughs> Never mind. No, no, no. You're I, aging yourself now. <laughs> hey, that honestly, that would still be current because the Rob Zombie Monsters movie came out. Mm-hmm. But I was saying Eddie Munson from Stranger Things. I led in with the Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. So, and he just pull, pulls his name out of nowhere. <laughs> Good job. Oh, but what are you going to be, Angela? <laughs> um, well, I thought about being that witch from Hocus Pocus, but probably... Mm. I got a costume. It's a ostrich, like a guy riding an ostrich. Inflatable. <laughs> Those ostrich. are great. Three bucks. So, and it works. Right on. My daughter wanted to be one of those big inflatable T Rexes, but um, I didn't have the money for it this year. So yeah. She, so she made yeah. her own. Yeah. For the last few years, our youngest or my youngest was uh, he had that inflatable like sumo wrestler oh, thing yeah. and like he wore that shit for the last few years but i think it that's awesome. last year. yeah <laughs> but um let's move on to a few uh i guess more personal questions um not so much but <laughs> but um do either of you have any halloween traditions that you guys do or that you partake with with your family uh let's start with you angela um, the kids and I carve pumpkins, but that's pretty much the extent of it. Okay, that's always a big part yeah. of Halloween. And I feel very common. But you like pumpkin seeds? I do. Yeah. Do you, Travis? The seeds? No. <laughs> okay. I draw the line somewhere. <laughs> I only like the innards. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, serious, bro. What about you, Travis? Any uh, any traditions you uh, do with the family? With the kids, we do uh, pumpkin carving, mm-hmm. which is always fun. Um, we take them trick-or-treating, of course. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And um, certain kids' kids Halloween movies, you know, mm-hmm. we watch. Nice. Um, and then um, me and my wife do a horror movie marathon every year, um, which we change up all the time. It was, you know... At one point, we were doing, like, themed weeks, and mm-hmm. we did it, like, starting in September. 
and it would be like, so one week we would pick a theme and we'd pick three movies to watch that fit that theme. And we would keep trying to change it up and make it more interesting. Like, give me an example. <clears throat> like, one week would be like Ghost Week and we watch three ghost movies. One would be cool. like clown movies and we watch that. But then we'd get more in depth with the descriptions and the specifics. It's know? a cool idea. Sounds fun. Yeah. It was exhausting, though. And at this point, we're just, hey, let's watch a horror movie and we watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right on. Um, let's see. What's one Halloween memory that stands out to either of you individually? Or, you know, you know what I meant, right? Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> um, I fell one time when I was wearing a French maid costume, and I was meeting people for the first time. I'd gone to a party with a friend, and my hands were full, and my heel just kind of went under me and mm-hmm. I fell backwards with my feet in the air and yeah right on never forget <laughs> that good first impression very yeah it was great let me um <laughs> okay uh what about you Travis <laughs> I, I have a lot, so I don't know how long you want this mem- this memory to be uh, if you want to get more specific I mean I give know. me Give me one that you have that's, uh, or, or just, you know, give me a, a quick summary. All right, well, one memory that I really do love from one Halloween mm-hmm. was, um, <coughs> sorry, me and my wife went to the WRV Boo Ball at, at the uh, Civic Center. Okay. I don't remember the real name. Um, what what the, was the that, new though? name or what is it? Oh, it's it's a big Halloween party hosted, okay. hosted oh, yeah, by that radio station. Okay, I've never yeah. been, but I always wanted to. Yeah, everybody comes in costume. They play music and there's contests and uh, drinks, obviously. And right stuff. On. It's really it's really cool. And I had won tickets one year, and um, so me and my wife went, and um, we ended up getting her like a last minute costume, which was just like a dress and a wig she put together. And I went as Alex from A Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. If uh, either of you know that, I can tell by your face. I think you've seen that movie. I actually haven't. I've heard a lot about it. <laughs> it's on a list, my list to watch some point. But I've it, heard some pretty weird, uh, messed up things about that movie. It's a classic. Or book. Both. Yeah. It's a classic uh, movie that's, that's very controversial to some. I think it's a masterpiece. Uh, it's made by Stanley Kubrick, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, adapted from uh, the book. I can't remember who wrote it. I feel bad about that as a writer. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I dressed up as uh, as him. Cool. And uh, I got, like, good feedback on it. And it was just a really fun time. Awesome. <laughs> you know, when I was thinking about um, an answer... For this question, I was trying to think back when uh, when I was young or like a child, right? And there's one particular memory that I have that uh, that makes me laugh to this day, and it's where my my childhood house was on a pretty busy street, um, and there weren't very many houses. It wasn't very they weren't right on top of each other, so there was some distance in between each one, and um, you know. 
call it what you want. I, I was fortunate enough to have grown up right next to my grandparents. So they were technically my neighbors, right? So obviously no kids. And, and I'm talking about for Halloween time. So we, I grew up my entire life like never, ever, ever getting trick-or-treaters ever to come to the house, you know, which was, you always waited, you know what I'm saying, and thinking like, oh, man, I'm going to, you know, but nothing. But then I remember being, um, I, I, being a young kid, and I remember one time, I don't know what was going on, but hearing the doorbell ring and mm-hmm. not re- like... Not, you know, at a time when, when the doorbell should not be ringing. You know what I'm saying? And then I just remember some kid there with his mother, and he was actually trick-or-treating. But it had caught my parents so off guard because we never had trick-or-treaters. It was like the scene from, like, like Big Daddy when they go to that old dude or the older dude's house, and, like, he just starts giving them fucking CDs, fucking <laughs> boxes of cereal, just dumb shit, like... <laughs> Because we were never, you're not not used to ever getting trick or treaters. So I just remember them like in the pantry pulling out mad like whatever candy was there because they were so unprepared. <laughs> like there was like fruit roll ups, <laughs> you know. But um, but that's one of one of my Halloween memories that I always remember. But um, real quick, let's uh let's talk. What uh is one of your guys's favorite Halloween themed movies? You guys got one. Well, Halloween, the uh, John Carpenter's not Halloween. The original, the original classic. Not, okay. this, not this new crap that's out. Mm-hmm. Um, that is uh, my favorite horror movie of all time, and it, it's you know uh, my favorite movie to watch around Halloween. That, mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I think you mentioned that, um, or we had uh, covered this a little last time you were on. Have you heard? I know that the new one just was released mm-hmm. in theaters. Have you heard anything about it? I have avoided spoilers, so I could watch it for myself. Okay, right on. What about you, Angela? I actually don't think I have a favorite Halloween movie. No? Charlie Brown? Hocus Pocus? I didn't, I didn't really <laughs> like the Charlie Brown Halloween. It was no, kind of boring. I like, like those. It was like, boring to me. I try to get like my kids, and they're like, this is boring. I'm like, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not to watch it. <laughs> Okay, and I know you're not really into the whole horror no, genre. So, have you ever seen the original Halloween movie? That's the one with Jay, no. Jamie oh Lee Curtis. Yes, but I'm yeah. She's yeah, been in the, every one. Yeah, though, Michael so. Myers. Yeah. Like, what year was it? Nineteen. Nineteen seventy-eight. But well, that was the year. Well, well, I mean, I'm, um, <laughs> I was born in eighty-six. I mean, <laughs> I was born in seventy-eight. Eighty-five. But, no, I, I've seen the originals, but since I live alone, I don't watch horror movies because it just freaks me out. <laughs> All right, right on. My wife's like that, but I converted her. Well, if I, <laughs> if I lived with somebody, it would be different. Yeah. But. All right, last Halloween-themed question, I guess. Um, if you guys had to choose one, candy or caramel apple? Angela. Candy. Candy. Break your candy. candy. I mean, I, there's other candies that aren't chocolate, so yeah, candy. Candy what apple. I want a caramel apple. What, bro? What? A caramel would, apple? Who are apple? you? I would take a caramel <laughs> apple over a candy what? apple. Candy apple? That shit would oh, break wait, your whoa. teeth and stick. Are you an old I farmer? Like <laughs> back in time? What? <laughs> caramel apple? I misunderstood the question. <laughs> what the hell? 
I thought you said candy or caramel apple. <laughs> okay. Um, Isn't that I, what you I, said? Candy, no, okay. Not a candy a apple. Candy or... apple or a caramel apple. I don't want either. Oh. No, you got to pick the one. The question was what apple? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which. What? Which <laughs> apple would you choose? Oh, we choose between candy or caramel apple. Like, what who's going to pick What are you, apple? high? Why would you <laughs> say the caramel apple? Why would you ask that question? <laughs> No, but um. Okay, so let me reword it real quick. And you have to choose one, right? So, candy apple or a caramel apple. All right, I guess. Well, what exactly is a candy apple? What is a candy apple? You guys don't know what a candy apple is. In my head, it's kind of like the caramel apple that they use candy, and doesn't that get hard as well? Yeah, it's like a hard, shiny shell shit. Sounds like eating a rock. (laughs) How do you guys not know what a candy apple? You know what? Fuck that question. Let's let's move on. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Let Let's get into this whole conspiracy cult. I'm sorry, I ruined it. (laughs) No, you good. Yeah, so now let's let's get into the whole conspiracy cult hoax kind of content that we were going to talk about. Right. Now, I don't know. We'll have to decide uh, which what it is at the end. Okay, but before we start, I do want to state that all this info that I have was said by the man who shed light on this quote unquote game. Uh, it was an interview that he had, so these aren't my ideas. Uh, I knew nothing about this until I heard about it. All right. So none of it's my opinion. This was all this man's words. Okay. So I'm just putting that out there because, you know, every time uh, we do an episode about some conspiracy topic, uh, the most common response from people is always, you know, oh, that's all bullshit. You know, you believe anything, et cetera. So. I'm just sharing what I heard, all right? It's not I'm not saying that I'm neither here nor there. I'm just stating what I heard, okay? Because it was interesting. So with that being said, have either of you heard of the name Tim Chismore? No. No, I have not. No, okay. Um, real quick before we continue, this whole story can get extremely unbelievable at times. Um, maybe that's why they call it a conspiracy. Um, if you guys have any questions or are confused at any point, please jump in, ask questions. Maybe we can try to figure this out because it is it is a very mind-bending, you know, mind-twisting story here. But this is all... Like I said, from a man that claims to be to have been a part of this. But um, Tim Chismore is a comedian. He's an author. He is a wrestle promoter. Um, and he is claiming that currently there is an elite group in Hollywood that play a quote-unquote game that involves players and betters. And he believes it could possibly be worldwide. Now... Tim says he's played this game for two years and was a star player. Now, what is this game? How does it work? It's made up of three sections, okay? And um, let me ask you guys real quick. You, you guys, 
don't know anything about this whole thing yet. I, like I, the story, I, you never, n- I have no never heard of it. Okay, about. okay. <laughs> yes. So made up of three sections. Okay. First is the house. All right. They're the ones who initially run the game. All right. They're the the wealthy elite. They're famous people in Hollywood, and they're in and the entertainment business. Okay. They know every person involved and are very guarded and careful who they let in. Essentially, they're the ones that make the big money. All right. Then there's the betters. These people are betting fifty, hundred thousand dollars on storylines and characters that are being acted out by real people in real time. Now the betters know the storyline is fake. And they're trying to prove that through social media. All right. In the game. Or is that like real life? That is the social media part. So that is part of the game. The betters are betting. Oh, oh, hold on one sec. Because the third or the last part are are the players. All right. And, And so basically they're the puppets. They're the ones that are creating the storylines, okay? So the betters are on the East Coast and the players are on the West Coast. Now, the... What was your question? I'm sorry, Angela. You mentioned social media. So I was just wondering if that was in the game or if that was, like, what's happening now. Like, I was confused. I'm I'm really lost. I'm sorry. I, don't, I, I have no... <laughs> clue what you were talking about okay i'm trying <laughs> okay so are we are we all in a game is that what you're saying like we're players in a game and we don't know about it is this like the truman show versus like slash hunger games no is... people people know <laughs> like you're and they're uh, just like we'll, like, get, we'll get they're into... playing a game while we're living our boring lives so what happens like <laughs> we'll, we'll talk we'll touch We'll talk about it more, but essentially, okay, what, nah, you're good. It's essentially, I guess, what it is is the the betters, all right, or the players. Players are, I mean, the rules. I, I explain the rules a little more, like as as we get farther. So let me go a little farther, and if your question, Angela, is not answered, bring that, bring it up again, because. Okay. I think uh, once we explain a little more, it makes a little more sense. I was just trying to start out with just the three levels of the supposed game or who is involved, okay? But, um, I mean, do you guys follow so far? Or I know you said it was pretty damn confusing. I mean, it's but. confusing, but I think so. So you have your, play, uh, your higher-ups, people mm-hmm. that run the game. Mm-hmm. You got your betters who are betting... On the players yes. to do. So essentially, That's like, like it, I said, like, we'll cover it. But the players, me, yeah. what are they doing? The players are they, they come up with their own storylines or their whole there's their um it's called a campaign, okay, and they try to say they're they're putting scenarios where the one example we'll we'll cover it again, but. Essentially, they post something online or, or they're, they're contacted by someone and they're like, hey, you know, we'll pay you X amount of money to 
put on your social media that, um, you know, you're being followed. Okay. So then you're being followed people, but you got to understand that these players, they're not just normal people. Okay. They're all, what it does is the game preys on young, vulnerable, vulnerable people. All right. So let me just, let me just continue a little more and see if you guys can, if it uh, makes I, th- a I think more I sense. see more where you're going and, and I understand a lot better. Okay. But, um, so like how did Chismore get into all this? So he was brought into the game by a man named Dave DeFalco. Have either of you heard of that name? Sounds familiar, but I don't. No, I don't. not really. Okay, he he's a writer producer. He made the movie Chaos. No, no idea. Yeah, which uh, Robert Ebert called called it the most brutal movie ever made. Oh yeah, I'm sure I'm gonna rush right out and watch it. <laughs> but uh, Dave was Tim's sponsor. Okay, now part of the rules of the game is if you are able to recruit people, you get money, and if the house likes their story that they're able to create, then both player and recruiter gets paid. All right. Now, Tim was never told or never met anyone higher than Dave, and it's, it's designed that way to where you're only supposed to know who got you involved. You never know who the higher, where it goes. You know, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> But I guess it's designed that way. But uh, when Tim asked Dave about how he got involved, Dave said he accidentally met the one who recruited him. He was in the entertainment business. Uh, His credentials lined up. Both people were at a level of the business that Dave respected, so there was no reason for him not to trust this person. All right. So you you follow? Yeah, I just have thoughts. I'm just letting, letting you finish. Okay. Well, like I said, the game preys on vulnerable people, right? So struggling artists, musicians, actors, models, and like I had mentioned before, the players are on the West Coast, okay? And the betters are on the East Coast, and it's designed like that for a reason. But um, let's say, uh, let's, let's, let, let me try to explain it a little or give an example. Let's say that you guys, one of you, move to L.A., all right? You're trying to make money. You're an actor, all right? And you get a chance to audition for a role, all right? Someone comes to you and says, I'll pay you 500 bucks to no-show the audition, all right? If you accept it, right? That's pretty much how they hook you in. You're a struggling artist. Let's say you're a musician. You're playing coffee shops, little little side shows on the road or on the side of the street. You're not making much money, right? Somebody approaches you and says, you know what? I'll give you $500, $300 to not show up for this gig. You know, that's a guaranteed cash right there. Or you can, you know, what would that struggle. What would that guy get out of him not doing the gig? And what is the point of paying him to not do the gig? I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, what's the end game? I don't understand That's the scenario. Like, the, you know what I mean? Well, I don't know the end game yet, but um, I mean, I guess for them not to show up and do 
what they are trying to accomplish. Why do they not want it to accomplish? I don't, like, I I don't, don't know. get why would someone do this. I don't Trying to see how much they can control them and if they not do but it. Pretty much what happens well, to the person they're controlling? They just one time get them to not to no show an audition like what you're saying it's pretty much saying hooking them and stuff what happens to that person it's pretty much i mean you just made a quick easy 500 bucks bucks. and then then come at you the next time i'll come exactly well hey you got a gig now at this place let's uh i'll pay you yeah i'll pay you another 500 to no show you're as a like i said as a human in general but you know as a struggling artist whatever you're trying to do you can think like damn I can go through all this work, audition, do all this stuff, possibly not even make money. So how am I going to live or how am I going to get through tomorrow? Or I got this dude offering me five bucks just to not show up or 500, excuse me, to not show up. But I'm going to take the 500. Or maybe are we, like, oh, we could take the 500 now and then. No, I get the I get the concepts. But are we discussing this because it's like as like a nefarious thing? Am I missing something? Well, I mean, there's more. It, it gets a lot more in depth. Because it just so sounds trying, like it's. I can either try this for audition or take five hundred dollars, but then I can just go audition somewhere else. You I don't could, like, but when you're contacted again, you're only contacted by people. We'll get into it more. What happens? But you're. You. Everybody is interconnected. Okay, so let's say a famous, famous musician knows let, let's say uh willie Nel- willie nelson all right i'm on social media i'm willie nelson i got mad pictures with i don't know give me give me an actor christian bale all right so like tons of pictures all over social media willie nelson knows christian bale now all of a sudden you start seeing other pictures christian bale's with another younger maybe aspiring like like what we're talking about, an aspiring, young, vulnerable artist. You see a few pictures with, with them. So they, whoever they are, the house, they go after these young people, approach Christian Bale, say, you know, go offer that person $500 to no show. Now, I already know Christian Bale, so I have no reason to not, not trust him you know what i'm saying and he's offering me 500 bucks to not whatever so i mean it's just basically like are you are you willing to go for a quick pay pretty much is this a social experiment i don't understand why is this like a a secretive thing that no one's heard about like it doesn't sound like it's a bad thing is it it supposed to be a bad thing no i'm just is it supposed (laughs) to be bad is that why it's secretive well it gets why why are there shadowy companies controlling what sounds like a social experiment it gets a lot more deeper yeah that's what i'm wondering what's the end game what what does the company and all those different people get out of giving these people this money is it just a normal social experiment where the person who's on the game doesn't that they just get to be on something and that's it or, or well the bottom line it shows it, it, the bottom line at the end you'll see like when we go over some of the things that this guy had to go through and did you see that the house the people who are controlling this are sick people they're willing to see some sick shit oh and well, we're willing to pay addition we're willing like, I don't... well i'm trying to use that as an example so you guys can follow <laughs> well, what's I'm just going on. that just sounds like back-end bookie stuff like i don't understand <laughs> so like I said, like, I'll pay you to throw the fight, you know, like <laughs> that's how I mean, that's how it starts. Seeing that's you're contacting. Yeah. 
and it's all for it's all for money. It's a test. So, but um, I mean, like I said, we'll get we'll get more into it. But uh, let's, no disrespect, let's, I'm just not following. No, you're good. Like I said, it's super. It's tough to let to to follow. Trying to trying to make sense of it all was very difficult. And like I said, this man just came out with this information. You know what I'm saying? Uh, recently, there's no other. I haven't heard too much about this, so I'm basically just going off of what this man has said. Yeah, I was and just so, looking for answers. Yeah. <laughs> so and and I mean, I'm sure some of your questions I may not be able to answer, but you know, we'll uh, we'll cover the rest of it. Let Let's go on break. And when we come back, we'll talk about how Tim played the game, the extreme things that he endured, and how he got out. So make sure you come back with us right here on the It's All Relative podcast. I'm in the game now. Shit's the same now. Explode next mode. I'm the same how. Don't say you know me. Just say you did. When you see me sliding off to another crib. I'm in the game now. I'm the same how. The rap game will never be the same now. Don't say you know me. Just say you did. When you hear Y.O. say that's that shit. Welcome back to It's All Relative. Still with me in studio, Angela Galente hey. and Travis Lake. Hey. So, a little more clarification off mic, right? Um, <laughs> hopefully we didn't confuse the listeners too much, but let's continue and um, hopefully we can... Uh, he, he means these two guys had to tell me what the fuck it was so we could move on. Clarity. Okay. <laughs> Sorry for being an idiot, everybody. Okay, you good. <laughs> I mean, we may have confused some of the listeners too. Who knows? So, like I said, hopefully, hopefully this will uh, clear some things up. But um, so how did it start for Tim Chismar? He says he was offered three hundred dollars to put a tweet out. Simply creating a scenario or storyline, and the example that he gave was uh, was you know someone someone was following me, which then leads to him being kidnapped. Okay, Tim says he was down for anything which helped him make more money, and soon he was making more doing this than if he were acting. So, like I had said before, the the quick easy. Fast cash, right? And it adds up quick. Sure. But now you make the most money by going dark. And what that essentially means is disappearing for two weeks off social media. Being careful, right? Or you got to be careful to not have your picture taken because the betters are trying to prove that you haven't disappeared or been taken or whatever your storyline is. They're trying to disprove whatever you're trying to prove. But all the information is trying to be found through social media. And social media is all interconnected with the people involved. So an example was, you know, a musician who knows an actor who's seen on social media through pictures and videos, etc., etc. So the longer your campaign or story goes, you make even more money. All right? So you guys still follow? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So once again, you once decide to go dark, or excuse me, when you decide to go dark, you can't be seen 
or have your picture taken with any of your peers because the betters are online searching social media trying to find you and disprove. So Tim said that when you go dark, it affects your loved ones, your relationships, your career goals because you can't go anywhere or have contact with anyone in fear that you'll be exposed and then you won't get your money. Which makes sense, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So I mentioned before, the longer you can keep your storyline going and the more extreme your content is, the more money you would get paid. And he goes on to say, you know, different things, but, but the house is, is basically into watching really weird, like, sick shit, okay? Tim said that he decided to go dark for months, all right, and then and approached it as if he was like a method actor. So he wanted to make everything realistic as possible. So he starts by saying he was beat up, right? He shows or posts a picture of him lying in a hospital bed. Then for the next few months, he photoshops pictures of himself with black eyes, um, he posts pictures of his car, like full of bullet holes. So he goes to the extreme, you know, to make, to make everything real realistic. And in doing this, he's able to stretch his campaign out even longer. Then he goes on to send pictures of him being kidnapped, which then leads to t being tortured. And... This goes through months of photos. He sends himself, uh, you know, pictures of him being tied up, him being beaten. And during his interview, he talked about how he even flew his mother out to the West Coast and had her hand out flyers of him <laughs> being like a missing person. And she was like out there on the beach passing out missing... What, pictures or whatever and you know asking like you know have you have you seen my son he's missing that's dedication to make it super realistic right which yeah. the ultimate goal is i mean to entertain the house whoever the house is um and like you said yeah very realistic i also mentioned earlier tim said he was down for anything because he wanted the money and the house pays even more for hardcore content so uh tim <laughs> talks about being tortured at a point he uh he wanted to make a video of him being tortured in a in a sex dungeon and he was saying that he method acting so he's he's actually partaking in doing this taking and and having it videoed he gets bent over by a chick who then uses uh, like a dildo to, you know, you know, sodomize him. Yes. Um, and I guess, I guess when you do that, right, um, sometimes you can't control when you have to, to shit. And, 
while this was happening. This is going on a weird path. Yeah. <laughs> it's going on a very weird path. Hey, well, this is his storyline. But How like, did we get here? This is his storyline. <laughs> but um, it was, you know, the video was recording, and he he went to the bathroom or whatever. So they stopped the video, and I guess he, he talked about how he sent the the video in, and, and the house saw it. But then they had heard about what had happened, and when they heard that he had he had done that they were they were blown away they were intrigued they said that they'll pay even more to see content like that now he's i mean so that's pretty extreme but making tons of money and and some weird shit right Uh, yeah i mean thoughts fucked up shit (laughs) literally why did you choose that example? Why did you have to paint it like immediately as look at what these weird old perverts are gonna do? Uh-huh. <laughs> but the dedication, like, just—it was just a weird example. It's mind blowing, right? Like, so why wouldn't they do worse things? Like, I mean, everything escalates, right? You get comfortable with doing certain things, and then yeah. you. Do more, do more, 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 and then yeah. So Tim goes on to make videos of him being tortured and abused. Uh, he sends videos of himself getting peed on while he's kidnapped. Uh, he said he was like a, you know, like a method actor. So there were videos of him being forced to eat his own feces. Ugh. But it wasn't. He he says it wasn't uh, it wasn't that it, it was pudding, and he added corn. <laughs> in it. I have but I like, have a very important to make it here, so. Realistic. And I'm sorry to interrupt, but how much money did this man end up making? Yeah. Uh, he was making fifteen grand a month, no tax. That's it. To bro. Your own shit. Bro. <laughs> but I mean, he got peed on. Can I add? Actually, the pee- shit. The shit was for fake. Fifteen hundred. The shit was fake, because like I said, it was pudding and corn, and and when he got peed on, it was more. I think he had said that it was uh, oh. somehow set up to make it look like it was, but it wasn't actually. You gotta pay me more to show myself getting peed on. But like just the pee or lemonade, I need. <laughs> you'll always be remembered as you know the person that. Yeah, the was, there goes pee face. Like, <laughs> walked down the road. Like, come on. That's this, not enough this, money. I, I should also say, too, though, that this has occurred, I mean, uh, I think it comes up in a little bit, but this occurred a few years ago, too, yeah. where, where, you know what I'm saying, but maybe still. inflation's so high. But, and like I said, okay, what's his he's, a, he's a struggling, <laughs> like I said, he was, what are his benefits? he was a struggling artist, like, you know, and like, the, like I said, they oh, yeah. attack the young, vulnerable people. 15 grand a month or you know trying to make pocket change you know what i'm saying it's i mean some people are like we said sluts for the money i dig his dedication though for sure yeah and he made it real because like the more realistic the more the house liked the more money he makes the more money everybody makes yeah he should get he should be paid more hey well (laughs) so how long did he go so like I said, he was making Do fifteen. Did they have a union? <laughs> no, he was making fifteen grand a month, no tax, while doing this. 
But after a few years, he had too much. He started to stop pitching ideas because ultimately it took over, uh, you know, his whole life. Like he would said, he would sleep all day and then in the evenings be up all night trying to film things, trying to come up with ideas, trying to, you know, and it messed him up, you know, especially with some of the stuff that he was doing and the content that he was filming. Yeah, you can definitely see the dangers in doing something like that. Right. And... You know, with him, when he decided to stop pitching ideas and whatnot, uh, the house lost interest in him and his storyline. And basically his campaign just kind of halted to an end. Um, he had a breakdown and left L.A. And he said 2016 was the last time that Tim had contact with them. And Dave, who was Tim's sponsor, has gone five years with no contact. Uh, so six, yeah, about 16, 17, six years, and now he's uh, he's kind of talking about this. So this is the first time we've really heard about this. But Tim says that he's not too concerned when sharing all this because he says there are many who want to but just can't. So, you know, he's willing to share all this as crazy as it makes him sound. He was, he did mention, he was able, he, now that he's played and been a part of this, he's able, or claims that he's able to spot, you know, certain behavior or how people act on social media. And then he can know or has a good idea that these people are involved in the game. He says, you know, uh, an example was, was people who leave very cryptic messages on their social media and then disappear for a lengthy part of time. And then he did also talk about a time where um, he was on Facebook and whatnot, and and he ended up blocking somebody. And then his sponsor had gotten in touch with him and told him that the higher ups, whoever who was trying to spy on him, you know, try to friend request him so he could get information, got a kick out of the fact that he had blocked him. He had no idea that he was part of it was just a random guy. You know what I'm saying? So um, he did share, and he, I'm referring to Tim, uh, he did share a story about an individual that he personally knew, a man who was playing the game. Uh, he was a stunt coordinator, a bodybuilder, and he basically he made an agreement with the house. He took the money. And then he decided to go to Vegas. He blew the money and was spotted, you know, um, on social media. Somebody's social media taking a video like, hey, Vegas, you know what I'm saying? He was spotted and then told if the money wasn't returned, that the house, whoever the house, whatever, they were going to break his legs. And I guess they had scared this man so much that... uh, the guy, he didn't have the money, but he ended up begging his sister for the money, and she gave it to him, but I guess it ended up, that money was her her kid's college fund. But the guy was so scared, you know what I'm saying, that, um, or knew that he was really going to get his legs broken, that, uh, that, uh... He took that money. Yeah. Shit. So, 
Um, what else? Let's. Tim said that uh, his biggest fear is wondering, uh, you know, who's holding all these pictures and videos and where they are. So, like to this day, he's never been able to find or see them anywhere. And, you know, when I heard that or whatnot, I did think about that too because that is very, uh, very good question. And uh, kind of makes you feel a little weird, right? Like all these things that you did and filmed and, and had done to yourself and somebody out there has got them saved, <laughs> you know? Um, could it be used for bribery or extortion in the future? He doesn't know, but it's a good possibility. He also claims that the game is still happening present day. He says, you know, they're, they're still searching for those vulnerable artists. And, uh, you know, they're out there offering the young actor money to no-show the audition or the band to no-show the gig. Uh, Tim says people stop playing the game, but they realize, you know, shit, I, I've wasted career opportunities, ruined potential relationships, and have no money. So they're willing to continue to play and do more extreme campaigns. Um, so pretty much, I mean, what are your guys' reactions and thoughts about this uh, this so-called Hollywood game? Uh, conspiracy, run by a cult, or is this dude um, making this shit up? It, could it all be fake? It could be fake, but I don't know. It I mean, but what do you what do you think? Feasible. I think it's probably true. <clears throat> what about you, Charlie? Sorry. No, you're good. Um, now that I understand how the game works, and I'm sorry about that. You good? I got past that. I can break. definitely get behind the idea of like a you know wealthy, shadowy elite cabal, whatever. Um, playing some weird game because, uh, you know, they're rich and they're bored and they're soulless. And so I can believe in the possibility that this could be true, all of it. Mm -hmm. But I'm only open to the possibility. You have to prove, I would need further proof to actually totally believe in what you're saying. And I know you're just, you know, saying what you know. Mm -hmm. You know, to actually say, yeah, I believe that. I'm open to the possibility. I'm open-minded. I'm willing to listen. But, yeah, I need proof. Right. I mean, yeah, basically, we have to <laughs> go off of what this man is claiming. The proof is in the pudding. <laughs> For me, I don't know. I think... Um, I mean, I'm more, like I said, I, my conspiracy mind and everything, I'm more inclined to always believe. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that um, art imitates life or life imitates art, what have you. But what's the fine line between the two? Um, I think, though, like I, that it's very possible. And I could see, I believe that, uh, you know... I believe that having too much money, you you can get bored. Very bored. And this is and this could be the result of it. You know, I'm so bored that I'm 
Yeah, willing let's to... not give it away to people who need it. Let's play a weird, stupid fucking game for no reason. Hey, I mean, similar to, like we had mentioned offline, but like the whole Squid Games mm-hmm. thing, or like also the 97 Michael Douglas movie, The Game, with similarities. But, I mean, I guess that's what's always exhilarating about conspiracies, right? The question of what if or can it be possible? Um, I think it was uh, very fitting for the three of us to discuss this because, like we had said, I myself am more of a believer on on things when it comes to this. Uh, Angela, you're more of the middle. Yeah, some I believe, some I don't. I don't know. I'm in between. And Travis is more on the lines of. I'm the skeptic. Yeah. <laughs> but like. I'm the Scully. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a good reference, bro. Yeah. X Files shout out. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I mean, you guys uh, you guys got any any last thoughts? Anything else you want to say about this? I think it's one of the more boring. Games of the Gilead. I don't know. It seems. I don't know. It like how so? It doesn't no, okay. seem that bad, honestly. I can, like I can definitely see how it sucks when you lose and the game's over for you. Now you have. What do you do now? Do you just reveal to everybody? Hey guys, I was lying, and then what? Well, everybody know knows you're an asshole. And you have no life anymore. So what do you do after that point? So yeah, I could understand so that. What's Tim doing now? And I could—he's trying to get his life back. Like that's what Tim's doing now. Yeah, no, I know that he lit now currently lives in Vegas. He's written a few books. I think uh, since this has happened, or since he's stopped playing the game, he says I, I believe it was, it's been three books. Um, and you know he's uh. He says he doesn't, I, I believe he, he had said, like, he doesn't regret, like, what he did, but, um, you know, it, it messed him up a little. Did he say how he made, what, was it was 15000 a month? It was 1500 15... Oh, it was 15000 uh, No, he said 1500 15, I was like, bro, go work at, like, Walmart. <laughs> fifteen grand. Yeah, fifteen. I thought you said 1500 Oh, my no. God, I've been under this whole thing, thinking, yo, this guy is doing this for way too. This guy is he? Come on, he, is bro. he on minimum wage? <laughs> like, there's other things you can do, man. So, like, fifteen grand. 15, okay, I get it more. Fifteen grand, and for two years, do the yeah. math. Okay, so you talking? What, I understand. With the chance to renew, tax free. So here's my question. <clears throat> I get it a lot more now. So now he came out. I was going to that sucks. Right? <laughs> he came out. Yeah. But doesn't the government be like, well, that's $15,000 a month for two years. This mother owes taxes on. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, this was just dropped, this whole story. He, he had this interview. That's why um, I was wondering if there was a contract. I think it's been it's been less than a week. So that's why I wanted to jump on this and talk about it too because it's – you know, fresh. I don't think too many people know about it. It's the first time it's kind of being exposed or talked about. So, like I said, I mean, there's it, it a good possibility it could all be bullshit. But to me, like I said, most most ideas, most concepts, most things, I mean, they're all portrayed 
through movies, through television, through whatever, and it's all based off of some form of truth, always, you know? Um, and like I said, I could definitely see some rich, rich, bored people. Yeah, now that, that get I fully understand it. That yeah, get entertained, in this. entertained by a vulnerable person doing some crazy stuff on video. Yeah, how far can we push these people, you know? Yeah. But, I so mean, would you do it? 15 grand a month? Would I play the game? Probably not. <laughs> would you? I don't know, probably not, but. <laughs> what about you, Travis? Would you play the game? I would definitely consider it. No, I have a family. Yeah, if I was younger, for sure, but. He did mention, too, I think in the interview, that was that's actually a good point that, um, I believe that the house that when when the people choose the people that they're gonna try to entice, they're they're like I said they're very careful they're very smart they they do their homework. Oh, they I'm sure know, they probably have a psychiatric review. Yeah, they know a medical who, history who they're gonna go after, and you can't really go after a a married or someone who's got a significant other or kids or whatnot because they have people, something to live for. And these people are going to be like, if you go missing or if you disappear for, you know, your wife is going to fucking flip out. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, how can you, so it's a lot easier. Let me get these young, vulnerable people, single people, ain't nobody going to, they, you know, they, they've moved away from wherever they live. So their parents are in, in other States they come to California. And there LA. are a lot of single, miserable people who they could, if this is true, could definitely prey upon. And if that's what they're doing, that's horrible. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like I said, too, the guy who, Tim Chismar, he, he's not just like some, some random nobody that nobody's really heard of. So he does have a... a uh, a solid, I guess, you know, background, credentials and whatnot of somebody that maybe you could you could believe. Who knows? Maybe we'll hear about this, more of this, you know, in the future and whatnot. But um, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up here shortly. Um, anything else? I think I'm good. Crazy. Uh -huh. Crazy game. Crazy game. It's definitely interesting, and it's, it's giving me some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> right on. But um, I want to thank you both for coming back on and being part of this episode. Um, let me start with you. Travis, is there anything or anyone that you want to shout out or plug? Um, nothing to plug, but I would just like to uh, give a shout out to my daughter. Right on. What's her name? Hope. Shout out Hope. Um, Angela, anything or anyone you want to shout out or plug? Um, shout out to, I guess, my kiddos. Just because. Names? Johnny and Carly. Shout out. Um, what are you guys' social media, Travis? Social media. Um, I'm, on, I'm on Facebook um, and Twitter, which is at Villain Lake. Uh, Facebook is Travis Lake. Right on. Angela? Uh, Instagram is randomange78. 
All right. And you guys can always find me at Josh underscore Toth3. That's my Instagram. My Facebook is Joshua Toth. Uh, big shout out to Stellar Sound and Media and our editor, Jackson Wallace. A uh, quick reminder, you guys can find us on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, Google, and Twitter. And that is at capital I-A-R podcast. Also, if you've liked what you've heard, please leave a rating and a quick review. And don't forget to subscribe. That way you'll never miss an episode when they drop. All right, that's a wrap. Angela, Travis, thanks again. Thanks for having me. Yep, thanks. It was great. Always. All right, everyone, stay safe, stay kind, stay proud and powerful, and we'll see everyone soon. Peace.